happy Thursday, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I, it's been a great week so far. Um, I have to admit something now. I, I think I told you on, on Monday that um, <clears throat> I took the weekend off, right? When I, when I take the weekend off, that's Saturday and Sunday, I try to work every other Saturday just to make some extra money and stuff. Um, so I, t- I took off this Saturday. I had some birthday parties to, to go to. Three of my children are, are born in March, two of them on the 8th, and they were eight years apart on the same day. Can you believe that? And then my oldest daughter was born on the 11th. So we usually have a birthday party for like all three of them. And uh, actually, the two daughters are here in Utah. My son is in the Navy in California. So we, we uh, FaceTimed with him and uh, FaceTimed with my other son out in um out in Maryland, D.C. area. So that was good, and that was a lot of fun. I, babys- I got to babysit my two, uh, my, two uh, my grandson and my granddaughter Friday night, and that was cool. And uh, it, was, it was really nice being around family and everything. Um, but then I go in on Monday, right? And uh, I decided when I left there that I was going to leave my, my scanner in the, in the truck and just you know, make sure that somebody had a. If they didn't have a scanner, they wouldn't be looking for one. Usually, I take it home with me because I'm, I'm there every every day of the week, you know. So there's not a whole lot of you know, contention or something like somebody's looking for a scanner. Um, this this kind of stuff just pisses me off, and this I have I what do they call it? Uh, I have issues with this. I get back on Monday morning. And I don't know if you've ever seen these these Savannah trucks, these smaller trucks, the box trucks that uh, that the companies use. But they have a side door that slides, right? And of course, the back door that opens up. Um, and I'm in and out of that side door all the time. And uh, I am gone one freaking day, one day, one Saturday. I take off, right? Somebody uses the van, and now that sliding door won't lock shut. It just slides open. No matter how many times you slam it, no matter how many times you, you do it gingerly and you kind of push it so that, you know, just a little bit so it clips, it just won't lock. And I have no problems with it before. And all of a sudden, I get in on Monday. So whoever drove the damn thing on Saturday screwed it all up. And I don't, I, I just can't, this stuff really angers me. Like, why can't people take, uh, better care of things that you know. Number one, it's not their truck. And number two, the lazy asses, and they just don't care. And um, so all day long, all day long, I literally. And, and on Monday, we were like, we were bank busy, man. I'm telling you, I had 100 and, 115 stops, and I I drive all over this, all over South Price and South Utah and stuff like. That. I drive all over the place. And that stinking door, every time I would try to close it, think it was closed, I'd drive away and it would slide open. And then it would slam, you know, against the back part. And the back part had no problems locking, right? But the, when you went to close it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't latch. So I'd have to stop. I'd have to close the door and see if it would close and, you know, slam it shut a few times, like over and over and over again. And finally, it would kind of like latch. And... All freaking day long, this thing did this all day long. Now, imagine 114 stops getting in and out of your truck, and um, 
I know I'm sounding like I'm whining, but it's the little things that kind of really irritate the living crap out of me. And um, I'll tell you, you want to complicate your day, just, you know, having to stop and start and stop and start and stop and start over and over and over again. It's really annoying. And um, I don't know who drove the truck, but I feel like I want to talk to them and just and just scream at them and say, what did you do to the thing? I mean, you had to sit there and just, you know, you had to sit there and just, oh, it won't shut. So you just kept shoving it and shoving it and banging it and banging it until you busted the damn thing. Like, give me a break, you know? Anyway, that was what I, that's what I walked in to on Monday. And um, so I wasn't real happy about that. Plus, it was so busy. There was so much on my truck. I had over almost like 200 packages, big ass, big ass boxes, tires. I had probably 12 big truck tires on my, and I, I couldn't get it all on, number one. And, um, what an what an annoyance! Just the, those little things that just kind of get to me, um, that don't need to be. I just want to tell people leave the leave the truck alone. Don't use it, but I can't. Uh, you know, other people need to use it. But if you're going to use it, please respect it. You know, um, I don't know. I just anyway. So I you know Tuesday came along. Tuesday uh, was a little bit better. It had about twenty less um, stops. Got done. Fairly early, which I was pretty happy with before the rain came in. And um, that was actually a good day. Plus, it was sunny out all day, and I didn't have to wear all my gear, all my cold-weather gear. And um, so that was nice. So I kind of recovered from Monday. Um, man, I, I was just burnt out, man. I didn't get home till like 7.30, got home, sh- you know, showered, and then kind of just crashed, you know. Um so anyway, that's been that's been my week, um, so far. <laughs> Exciting stuff, right? Um, today was another day. Um, it was kind of an interesting one. I got up early, uh, as I usually do. I check in with my ground cloud. That's basically a um, an application that allows us to check the number of packages we have uh, to deliver for the day. It gives you the weights and how many packages you're going to have in your truck and how many stops you have for the day. So you can kind of measure out your day when you're going to finish and when you're going to, you know, of course, when you're going to start. But uh, So I got in today. I had about 100 uh, stops to do, 165 packages. My truck was pretty full today. And um, I keep thinking to myself, well, it's good that we have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of work, you know, um, I guess if I didn't have a lot of work, there'd be a few of us who aren't working if we had to combine uh, routes and stuff like that. So I'm really glad uh, that we continue to be busy. Um, makes for longer days, but, you know, hey, I'd rather have my job than worry about a, an extra hour or so uh, during the day. But we uh, get, we got packed up. and on the, Actually, let's go backwards here. <laughs> Rewind a little bit. Um, we have this one driver that comes from Price every day. Um, she drives an hour and a half in the morning, packs her truck, and then drives back, and then she lives there in Price. She couldn't get in today because there was an accident. It's been raining all night long, pouring down rain. And um, I'm on an email, not an email, but a text thread with her. And she said she was stuck in traffic for two hours going into the canyon right outside of Helper going into the canyon. Apparently, there was this real um, terrible accident. Um, I think there was a fatality. And she ended up turning around going home because she couldn't make it. And um, 
So that means somebody's going to have to take, you know, her her packages out to her so she can get them delivered. Anyway, we finished up. Um, we got out of there about seven thirty, and um, we're get we're going through Spanish Fort, going up through the canyon, and um, <laughs> it's kind of one of those days, you know. Um, we come along; these police officers have the uh, freeway shut down, and. Um, some emergency vehicles there, you know, right uh, when you kind of get not right where Fairview, you can get off to go Fairview and Schofield and all that stuff. Anyway, they're turning everybody around or detouring people. That canyon that goes that canyon that goes around and goes up through Schofield, which where they're dumping people, it just had an avalanche, so it, there's no way I, we were going to drive that. Anyway, we got out and uh, the other driver and I walked over to the the uh, state patrolman. And ask him what was going on, because we have other drivers and we wanted to let them know so they could turn around if need be. And uh, anyway, he says, "Yeah, there's a chemical. There's a truck that uh, flipped over, or something like that. And there's a chemical leak that's all over, and it's going to be about five or six hours." <laughs> and he goes, five or six hours at the minimum, maybe all day." Anyway, and it's raining and everything, so. Uh, we uh, get a hold of our uh, supervisor and say, "Hey, listen, we're the, the canyon's closed, and uh, we're you know we're going to turn around because there's no way that we can get to where we we can't get the price." So we turned around and went back to the hub. So we have a full truck, um, well, three full trucks, and um, that we'll have to deal with tomorrow. It's not going to be a fun day tomorrow. It's going to be a busy, really heavy day tomorrow because of today. It was nice to get home. <laughs> it was nice to get home early, but we'll pay the price uh, tomorrow. But it's kind of okay because your head's kind of set. You know, it's not like waking up and you, you know, you're maybe hopefully getting like 70, 75 packages and you got 135 packages. But at least we'll, everybody will get in early tomorrow and, uh, you know, deal with it then you know make it a long day tomorrow um but it was uh and then and then on the way back um there was an accident on 15 which had the traffic going north packed for a good 10 miles so it was just a, not a really good day traveling on this the the highways of utah today and um i'm i'm, I'm just glad that we have to uh, you know we have to um when I was logging in today, we have these little, these little university things that you have these videos you have to watch, and every once in a while they pop up. And um, the one video is uh, this. The, it just shows you a real quick video of a guy that falls out of his truck. He didn't have a seatbelt on. I guess he turned. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, you see the guy. You know, he doesn't have a seatbelt on. He doesn't have his side door closed, and he falls out of the truck. And then, and then the camera follows the truck into a front yard of a house and stuff like that. And it's talking about safety. Uh, and another one was another one about safety. They're always about safety, anyway. And uh, I think it's kind of funny because we watch these videos all the time. And you know, they got when you when you, you they got these safety posters all over the hub, you know. And yet we dra- we travel every day. Probably one of the most dangerous uh, freeways in Utah, if not in the United States, which is the Spanish Fort Canyon and Price Canyon. And, um, you know, it's just like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be driving this today. Not not with all that's going on, man. It's just not going to happen. So anyway, I just thought it was kind of ironic that I started the day with a bunch of safety uh, safety videos that I watched, and then all of a sudden all this stuff is, is happening. Um, so exciting stuff, huh? That's the life of 
Rob Scott here. Um, excited to be with you. Um, it's been an interesting week. Last week, actually. Okay, enough talking about uh, my uh, my wonderful uh, job experiences for today. Um, if you've been listening to the news uh, over the last week, um, Biden's economy is just really doing wonderful things. Um, <laughs> it make, it makes me laugh, you know. Uh, SVB uh, Silicon Valley Bank um, uh, closes its doors, run on the bank. Um, and then just a couple days after that, I think a couple days after that, uh, mm-hmm. Signature Bank um, it was taken over by the federal government regulators to because they were being mismanaged as well. And of course, you know, um, as it should, um, as it should, you know, the government should should um, according to the FDIC, if insured up to 250000 I know there's a lot of um, people and a lot of businesses and investors who have put more than $250,000 in, uh, and they're going to get screwed, number one. They're, they're not going to cover those things. Um, anyway, um, it just makes me mad because these companies are mismanaging, uh, mismanaging the money and the, the money and the investments that people are giving them um, looking for looking for returns on their investment, and they're just not giving it to them. And um, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. They're spending more time and more money on uh, DEI projects, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion projects, than they are worrying about uh, return on shareholders' investments. This is this is the whole idea behind ESG, which is what equi- uh, equitability, uh, so equi- environmental. Um, ESG, uh, oh yeah, social and social governance board. You know they're worried about that kind of stuff more than they are, uh, and looking at a stakeholder type of a situation instead of a shareholder type of situation. And they're they're mismanaging these these businesses. They're mismanaging these banking opportunities, and uh, and these businesses by focusing on the wrong thing. For goodness sakes, S- SVB, what they went a whole year, um, a whole year without a risk management. Uh, position covered, and then when they when they hire somebody to do that, then they spend most of their time worrying about um, they spend their most of their time worrying about uh, DEI than they do actual returns on the investment of their investors. Uh, these companies are just run badly. Listen, this you don't have to be. I, I don't have an economics degree. I don't have a finance degree. Okay, I'm just this average guy that has some money to be able to invest and do and do certain things. And when I invest in something, I take ten grand. I'm looking at a three to five percent, uh, you know, return on that investment after a few years and stuff like that's what you do, right? You invest in bonds, secure, You do these things, so you do long term gains, three to five percent, three three percent, four percent. You do these things because you want to return. I want something that I can rely on when I get uh, when I go to retire. But what happens? What <laughs> what happens is that uh, you get you get these companies that aren't concerned uh, with that. They're more concerned about these stupid ideas. These ESG. They're worried about ESG. They're worried about diversity and equity and inclusion. 
more than they are, and they're mismanaging your money. They're mismanaging my money, they're mismanaging your money, and they're mismanaging these large investors who are going to get screwed on this deal. I'm telling you that right right now. I don't care what Biden says, and he says, oh, the banking system's, you know, the banking system's just perfect. You know, everything, we've rushed in, we're the heroes, historically we've done everything. And listen, man, this guy takes a dump, and it's a historic dump, okay? He has a bowel movement, and it's historic every time he takes a crap. Okay, I'm no, number one. I'm tired of hearing that terminology. That's been overused. Um, you know, everything's historic. Everything's the first time. Everything's the biggest. Everything's the the loudest. It's almost like listening to Trump, except for Trump talked that way, but his policies were actually really good. And that's what I would like to get back to. I'd like to get back to policies. I'm tired of waking up and worrying about if we're going to go to war again, whether my bank is going to fail, whether the inflation rate's going to get below 3, 3% again, where it's hovering right below 7%. I'm worried about gas prices. I'm worried about, I almost used the F-bomb. I'm worried about buying food. I'm worried about my rent going up and all these things. And this guy's sitting there talking about how wonderful how wonderful the uh, the economy is. Well, no, no one, it's not Joe. It's not wonderful. Your, the, the, your banking systems are falling apart. We got more problems on a foreign on a foreign policy nature than we've ever had in in, in the last what six years. I mean, come on! I don't know. I wish that, I wish that he, you know when he when he ran for for president. It, you know, it's time for adults to take over the White House, and the buck stops right here. You know, the buck stops with me now. Nobody's in, but ever since he's been president, it's always. It's always Trump's fault. Everything that he did, everything that he, you know, all the policies and stuff that he did. We reversed those things, but now we're reversing back. It's like, stop blaming other people and effing take some responsibilities with you, moron. Okay? God, it drives me nuts. And we haven't seen the end of this. I'm telling you, you have not seen the end of this. Okay, if your anus hasn't been puckered yet, you better pucker it up tight, nice and tight because it's going to get worse before it gets better. Okay, because now the Fed has to sit there and what do we do? Do we raise the interest rates to, to control inflation? Okay, which is not going to help the situation. And if inflation continues to rise, then you get problems with investments. So, like, they're, they are really stuck in a hard place because of this. And this is all because inflation is here because of out-of-control spending, trillions and trillions of dollars in spending, that this, that this administration is, is wasting our money on Green New Deals and all this garbage. It's just, I don't know. You know, a war that's not a war that we're involved with. I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking, yeah, this is our war because we're financing this stupid thing. You know, and listen, I feel for the Ukraine people, but... Um, you know, let's get it over with. If we're going to get involved, let's get involved. Let's get it over with. Let's give them the tanks, the the, the uh, firepower to do it, and blast the Putin back into the mid uh, back before you know, back in the middle medieval times. Let's blast this son of a bitch back and get rid of him for once. You know, nobody wants the, nobody wants the USSR to return. This guy wants it to return. So you know, get rid of him. You know, teach him a lesson. Don't screw around with with countries. Don't sit there and try to take something that's not yours. You try to interfere and you try to take over a sovereign country's uh, land. Bullshit. Try you know try to do that with the United States and see where that would get you. You wouldn't you, it wouldn't get anywhere. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of you know waking up and worrying about whether Putin's going to push a button to cause uh, World War Three and and cause a nuclear holocaust again. I never worry about this stuff before. 
I just woke up, went to work, you know, spent time going to my son's baseball games and soccer games, my daughter's soccer games, working, trying to, you know, trying to have fun, going on vacations, going out shore, putting my feet in the sand. What do I have to worry about? Every freaking day, there's something else that happens in this country. Not to mention, you know, if you got, I, I'm lucky because I, all my kids are grown and they're, they're raising their children for themselves. And I feel, I really, I feel heart broken for them that they have to deal with all this stuff. And I, I think that they're strong enough kids and have been taught good principles and uh, valuable uh, uh, standards that they will, that they will fight this, uh, these, these ideologies and these, these doctrines that are being taught in schools. But I never in my wildest dreams ever thought that I would hear about, um, you know, three, four, five-year-olds being, um, you know, part of a school syllabus uh, to trans them and, and to talk about their sexuality and things like that. It's just, it's just, I am so glad that I'm not a parent right now. I'd be, I, I would be like, my hair, I don't have a whole lot of hair left. Um, it's, all, it's thinning on top. I'm going to look like my father when I'm, you know, and in my seventies, uh, look like Archie Bunker, you know, with the big bald spot on top. Anyway, um, I'd be pulling my hair out uh, with what's going on in our country today. Um, you just anyway, I, I'm. I would like to wake up, just go to work, and feel good, and be able to take some vacation time and spend time with my kids and and things, like that, and not worry about what my president and our administration, how many more lies uh, that we're going to be told. You can't. T- I tell you, you just can't tell me that Joe Biden thinks these. He was born in what 40, 1947 or something like that. Forty two. I can't remember. It's, um, and you know he was talking about uh, his first recollection of uh, gay men or something like that. He was with his father, something in a car, and he saw two guys in a suit, probably businessmen, who were kissing in nineteen fifty nine. Really. Really? Okay. I don't believe that. I'm sorry, uh, Joe. I don't think you believe it. I really don't. I think you've sold your soul to these leftist progressive people just so you can stay in power because you've always wanted to be president and now you're president and you want to stay there because because you want to stay in power. And then you got, you got people that you don't have anybody else that's worthy to be president in the Democratic Party, really. Nobody. So they're going to prop you up like a like the scarecrow and... Um, for the next two years, and then try to rerun you again. Uh, it's it's impossible. It's just I can't believe what's going on today. It's just it. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I just land. I just sometimes I just sit down after a long day and I shake my head after I read the news, and you know I try not to inundate myself too much because then you can't sleep at night. Uh, so I try to shut everything down early enough so I can so my mind can quiet down. You know, read, open up the scriptures, read a little bit of scriptures, make sure I say my prayers. To, but it's just, I, you can't, things are not going very well in our country right now, okay? Polls are saying it. Um, so it's just not going very well. And um, I really wish that, um, you know, that things would change. And they need to change, and they need to change quickly. And, um, you know, this throwing platitudes out there and and worrying about, you know, worrying about your pronouns, uh, you know, Jamie Lee or what's it, Jamie Lee Curtis worrying about her pronouns, they, them, which makes no sense to me at all. 
Um, go ahead and call yourself a, I don't care what you call yourself, a llama. Your kid wants to identify as a llama or as a sheep or, you know, a, a guinea pig. You know, go ahead. You know, support them. Have fun with that. Um, I, I, I won't call you they, them. Okay, I won't even. I won't even. I don't even look at pronouns. I don't care about pronouns. You don't have a right to choose your own pronouns. Um, it's all a bunch of crap, a bunch of just ideology that needs to, you know, just needs to stop. And, you know, we've done enough of this stuff. It doesn't work. It's not right. And we're destroying lives. We're destroying kids. We're destroying families. We're destroying, uh, literally, destroying the lives of children and, and kids in today's society. Um, wow. Well, you know, that's enough ranting for me uh, for the day. Um, I do appreciate you listening. Thanks for coming on board. Um, listen, drop me an email. Uh, you can get me at rob at robscottpodcast.com. Uh, I post all my uh, my episodes on my website, uh, robscottpodcast.com. Uh, give me five stars wherever you're listening. I don't care, Spotify, Apple, uh, anywhere. Just give me five stars. Share with your friends. Tell them to ask them to listen to it. I'm just trying to build my audience here. So please uh, support me, help me. Uh, if you agree with what I say, phenomenal. If you don't, then let me know and let's have let's have a discussion about it. And, um, and maybe we can both learn something and maybe we can collectively kind of come to a center, which is where I think uh, where we need to be in the first place. We don't need to be too far extreme left and progressive. We don't need to be far right wingers and crazy nut jobs. We need to be more in the center. This country always works better when you have a religious base and it's more more uh, centered in its in its culture and its political in its political environment. Um, and right now we are way off. You know we've got four wheels and we've lost two of them and we're trying to drive on two wheels. And you just can't do that for very long if you can at all. And it's all going to be coming. It's all going to come tumbling down at some point. And we're going to look back and go, why did we? Why did we? Why did we do this? What's wrong with us as a people? Why are we? Why have we allowed ourselves to become this way? Um, that's a good question. Maybe I think about it. Uh, I think about it often. I know, how do we? How do we get fooled into uh, being stuck in our homes for two years? How do we? F- how do we get fooled about a vaccine or masks that we all felt like they it didn't do anything? How do we get fooled by people who are supposed to be experts and in, uh, in, in our fields, and yet the statistics that show, you know, like with COVID, statistics from the very beginning never changed really from from the very beginning of the pandemic to the end of the pandemic. Um, you know, they are, it's, it's the same. It, all, it affected the same amount of people, the amount of deaths, the same people uh, were affected by, which were elderly and those who with pre-existing conditions, the young weren't. Uh, so why do we continue to push uh, for vaccines for young kids? Why are we worrying about closing schools still? I mean, God, like, are we going to learn? Or are we that stupid as a people? You know, masks don't work. That We've already learned that. Unless you want to plaster something on your face, okay, that's it. They don't work. So stop walking around uh, virtue signaling. They don't work. They don't do any good. Okay? They don't. Okay? The vaccine is good for older people. Okay? They, it doesn't really help your natural immune system. Uh, will do better than the vaccine. Okay? It's good for those who have pre-existing condition, older folks. My, mom, my mom's 95 years old. She had it, and I'm glad she took it. Okay, I didn't. I had pre. I had some pre-existing conditions that made me think, and I thought logically 
as to why I didn't want to take it. I'm not an anti-vax, okay? I've got my vaccinations. I got my polio, measles, smallpox, all that crap when I was in elementary school. My parents got it to me, okay? I'm glad I got them, okay? Uh, I'm not anti-vax. I'm just anti-putting something in my body that could possibly, you know, give me another stroke or give me a heart attack or cause something else to happen that hasn't been tested properly, I don't. I, I don't want to be a guinea pig. Is what I. I guess what it comes down to, uh, and that's my choice. And you have your choice to do whatever. And you know what? One hundred percent, I support you in doing that. Um, but you know, you do it. Leave me alone. Um, you want to be trans? You want to be gay? You want to be lesbian? You want to do whatever? Great. Knock yourselves out, man. Do it. That's what you want to do. Leave my children out of it. Leave my elementary schools out of it. Leave my high school students out of it. Okay, leave it. Leave them alone. They don't. They don't need it. I don't need it in my schools. I don't need it in the libraries. Okay, I don't need to see. I don't need to see small. The small percentage of people that are part of the LGBTQI whatever you can't. You can't even watch a program anymore that doesn't have some kind of sort of transgender, black, uh, you know, gay, lesbian kind of a character in it. Now it's like one hundred percent of everything you watch. That's not real either. You want to talk about real society? Then talk about the, the, the what the three to five percent of each one of these. Maybe that's what you got to look at in our in our in our production and everything. But now everything that now Disney everything that they put them they got to put some gay representation. The girl, you know, characters are kissing each other. Two female characters, cartoon characters are kissing each other. We're inundated with this stuff. And this is why you're having people fight back because it's not real. It's not true. It's not authentic. It's not authentic. And it's a lie. And we need to change it. Um, all right. That's enough for me. Thanks for listening. Um, I'll talk to you on Monday. Again, be careful out there. Use your common sense. Because that's what that's... You, you Just use your common sense when it comes to this stuff. Ask questions. Just don't, just don't take what our quote-unquote experts are throwing out there today because most of those guys are idiots, okay? And just don't believe what you hear coming out of the government anymore because some of it's just blatant lies, and uh, you need to be aware of it. Hey, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. (laughs)